Holy Week, and this is 10 Minutes or Less. I'm Stefan Margeson. Wow, Easter Sunday is almost here. I'm sure I'm not the first to say that I'm so excited for this day to come. The local church is holding its very first early morning sunrise service on the Haw River on this day. We will celebrate all that is good and alive because on Easter we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. Also, this will be my first Easter with a child of my own, and while Gemma is not old enough to really participate, you can bet this paparazzi will take pictures of her wearing some bunny ears or with a giant egg. Oh, the festivities. And while that is all good and well, it isn't the only reason I'm excited about Easter. If I'm being honest, on the list of top three reasons to celebrate Easter is the thought that finally, after 40 long days of waiting and holding outs, I get to stop giving up the thing I let go of for Lent. This year for Lent, I gave up all forms of entertainment on my phone. No Twitter, nor Reddit, nor games. Oh, and it has been tough. Just a week before Ash Wednesday, I had downloaded Wordscape, and I had almost caught up with my wife who plays avidly. It's kind of funny, though, when I think about it. With Brent and our conversation, we have been calling this Lenten season a spring cleaning for our souls. Now, I don't know about you, but when I do spring cleaning in my home, I don't usually get rid of something for 40 days, and then when that time is up, bring all of the clutter back into my house. It seems counterintuitive, then, to do that for our souls in particular, right? And truthfully, I'm not sure if I'm ready to give up Instagram for good. I'm not even sure if I have the ability on my own to give up some of these things for good, to say goodbye. This Lenten season, we've been walking through the seven last words of Jesus on the cross. This week, as we prepare our hearts for Easter Sunday, we first have to face what comes before. Many around the world will celebrate Good Friday, and the story of Jesus' death on the cross will be read. Those that use the Gospel of John will hear these words. After this, when Jesus knew that everything was now accomplished, that the scriptures might be fulfilled, he said, I'm thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was sitting there, so they fixed a sponge full of sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it up to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. Then, bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. It is finished. Jesus' final words before letting go are potent and palpable all on their own. They are more than adequate for a dying person to lift up about the end of their life. Jesus, this God-man, knowing which breath would be his last, speaks and so has the final word over his own life. But if you've read ahead in John, you already know. This is not Jesus' final moments on earth. There is more to his story that will be unfolded as we push forward to Easter. So these words, it is finished. Perhaps, just perhaps, these words were not meant about Jesus' final breath on the cross. No. Now, bear with me for a second. I, I have a crazy thought. 
maybe these words were meant for us. Any other person's final words might be more self-reflective, but Jesus is always thinking about others. And with the final depressions of his chest, he is not taking his focus off of us. So it's true. These words are meant for us, for me and for you and for all humankind. The Greek word here is teleo, which means to bring a matter to a close. This word is less like it's over and more like it is completed. This is also where we derive the word telos or ultimate purposeful ending and goal. Friends, I hope you know what this end goal was and is for Jesus. This God who gave up all power and beauty and glory to become a slave, to become a human just as we are, to become subject to temptations and pains and loss and suffering, and to go beyond this sacrifice, we're here on this cross without dignity or clothes or even a final sip of fresh water. He gave his life for us. Jesus gave his life for the redemption of our sins, for those acts, conscious or not, that separate us from God, everything big and small that take place in our hearts and cause us to abandon our relationship with God. Jesus took all of those sins on himself, past, present, and future, and sacrificed his own life so that no one would have to die to sin. When I remember this powerful, sacrificial, humble, all-giving, all-inspiring gift that Jesus would die for me, I feel kind of silly. To think that me giving up entertainment apps on my phone could have power over God's relationship with me, I would be all too proud of myself if I thought that my effort of giving up makes it possible for God to reach out to me, when in reality I have no authority over that. It's not up to me to make a relationship with God happen. No, that relationship is already spoken into existence for me. I am only asked to recognize it. So when Jesus speaks these final words, he is not narrating his own life, but he is directing ours. These words are Jesus having the final say over the power of sin in our lives, in mine and in yours. Whatever that may be, Whatever is keeping you from God, whatever is taking a place in your heart and pushing God out, yes, even whatever you gave up for, Lent. We couldn't do this on our own. I know I couldn't. As I said, I can't even give up a phone app for good. But that's not the point. It's not about our giving up of something. It's not about us saying farewell. Because the good news is Jesus has already said the final goodbye for us way before Lent even existed, and we can respond to that now, because the God that goes before us in all things has already offered us a relationship. And to that thing that is keeping us from knowing God deeper, Jesus, long ago, took it and said, it is finished. More next time in 10 Minutes or Less. Ten Minutes or Less is a podcast of the local church, a bold, inclusive new faith community committed to being with and for one another, our community and the world. You'll find us in bold purple throughout Chatham County, North Carolina, but we are a new expression of Christ United Methodist Church in Chapel Hill. If you love what you hear, 
share this episode or send it to somebody who could use a little love today. Ratings and reviews wherever you listen, help others find the podcast too. And we can't do this without your generous support. If you'd like to make a donation to help offset the cost of this podcast and invest in the greater work that God's doing through the local church, you can do so online. Just visit thelocalchurchpbo.org and select give. We'd be ever grateful. Wes Frady is the producer of 10 Minutes or Less. I'm Brent Levy, the pastor, and my email is in the show notes. If you want to connect with me to learn more about what God's up to through the local church, we're easy to find as well on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram too. Just search for the local church or local church PBO, all one word. Thanks as always for listening, friends. Hope to see you on Sunday at the Bynum Bridge for our Easter sunrise service. Until then, remember you're not alone and love where you are.